Hey there, literary fans, and welcome to episode 68 of Jeff Reads His Book. I'm your host, Jeff, and today we're reading chapter 21 of Homecoming, a book I wrote in a month. So, if you want to get in touch with me, you can head over to jeffreadshisbook.com, and right there, there's a few ways you can write to me. We'll talk about that more at the end of the show, but I won't give any addresses. Yeah. You can just go to the stupid website, right? And while you're there, this is the exciting part, you can buy print copies of the two prequels to this book. That's right, Bringing Balance and Offworlder, both for sale there through Amazon. Go ahead and wire Jeff Bezos all of your money, and he will send you all of my books. Very exciting. Yes, so how is everybody doing today, huh? Uh, I'm recording on time, on schedule. It's a little bit late afternoon on a Sunday. Uh, I'm taking a little break for some household chores to do this podcast. Uh, I've been, uh, I think I mentioned last week, we're smack dab in the middle of a kitchen remodel at this point, and uh, I've spent the last uh, three days just fucking endlessly painting. So the guy we hired to do it just said, I don't paint. If you want somebody to paint, you're going to have to do it or hire someone. So I've taken it on myself and it's very exhausting. I got a headache today and I'm not sure if it's paint fumes or maybe uh, drinking too much last night. Both possibilities. (laughs) Oh yeah, but um, we're getting somewhere. So I'm going to try to head upstairs at like four and, uh, you know, start a second fucking coat. Oh, lame. And then I fucked up a few spots on the ceiling I gotta fix, too. It's just a long-ass weekend. You know, not very relaxing, in a way. Uh, I mean, I really could use a nap at this point, but... Also, the, uh, you know, the yard looks like shit right now, because I haven't mowed, and it probably needed it around Thursday of last week, and, well, here we are. Here we are. Yes, so... Yeah, that's what's been going on in my world. Um, there's some other things. We don't need to talk about that on a podcast, though. You know, nothing. Everything's all good. Everything's all good. So, why don't we just talk about what we're reading? This is going to end up being a short episode, I think. Today, we're reading chapter 21. So, it comes in at a whopping 68 lines. So, this is going to be a real short read. Probably no drinking breaks, which means I should take them all before I start, right? Hmm. There'll be some during, I'm sure. Even if I've got to make them up. Yeah, so um, I did write uh, two things. So if you remember last episode, they escaped from Twilight Crossing in Leonid's carriage, right? I mean, I guess Margot was under arrest, but, you know, she got the hell out of there quick. Uh, What do I want to say? Yeah, so they got in a carriage and fled, and I think this whole chapter takes place in said carriage. So this isn't going to be exciting for anybody. (laughs) I mean, uh, buckle up, people, for a snore fest, I'm thinking. This probably, I mean, I'm sure there's, like, background information we're going to learn or something like that, but eh, I also wrote that it's dull, so I don't know. We're going to see how this goes. This is an odd little book, and uh, some of these chapters are a bit of a dud. I have to rethink, like, if I read another one, maybe I don't want to go that Da Vinci Code route. I think it might be better to keep the chapters a little thicker, because these stink. 
<laughs> Whatever. All right. This book's fine, I suppose. What do you guys think? I really need some feedback on what people think of the book so far, because it's, um, I'm going to say, compared to other things I've wrote, not, not awful, I suppose. <laughs> And let's be clear, I'm comparing it to other things I wrote, <laughs> right? We're not just, yeah, we're not comparing this to real books. Okay, okay, okay. So I guess uh, there's not much to say to start, so uh, maybe I'll think of something while I'm reading and zoning out on the text. And with that, let's go ahead and dive in to chapter 21. So for today's episode, I am sipping on an ice-cold glass of Wild Turkey 101 Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey on the Rocks. Oh, baby. Uh, yeah, went out and bought this this week. I'm getting a little less adventurous at the liquor store, I feel like. I mean, I basically go in and I look to see if they have Buffalo Trace. In You know, it, it, they never do. So, okay, no Buffalo Trace. So what are we going to do now is what I usually think. The problem is, like... I do like, uh, what, Evan Williams, 1783. That stuff's good, but I like it over ice a lot, and um, it's 20 bucks for the bottle now, which, I mean, it is a good product, so I shouldn't bitch that much. So, I'm really torn because I see that 101 staring at me. It's like $24, which is even kind of high for it. It's so tasty. It is a good, good bourbon, so... I don't know. I think I was trying to, like, convince myself to get something different. Like, they had... I was looking at the uh, Bullet Bourbon, which is very good. But, you know, it's like $26 right now. That's just a little steep. That's a little steep. I mean, maybe not for Bullet. I don't know. What are you going to do? It's it's good. So, uh, if you guys have some suggestions, right into the show. Head over to jeffreadsbook.com and tell me what bourbon I should be trying lately. Or... Or scotch or something. I'm feeling I'm feeling pretty whiskey-ish. Maybe this next week. See, I like to buy... I like uh, the Doer, Doer's White Label because I'm a cheap asshole. But it's not bad. I mean, it's pretty good scotch. I th- Whatever, I think. I've had nice scotch, too. This one's all right, I'd say. Like, I've had Johnny Walker Red, which is also... Might even be more expensive than Doer's, and it's pretty bad. <laughs> right? But, um... I don't know. I kind of like, I do like Doers, but I'm not sure if I want that as my only hard liquor for the week. I mean, I suppose I could buy like four bottles and stock up the bar, but uh, I don't know. That makes me a little looser with pouring, and then it only lasts for like a week and a half, and I'm like, ah, shit, now I look bad. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah, so maybe, yeah, if you guys have any suggestions of what I should be drinking, I like rum just fine too by itself. The only problem is I just want something I can drink by itself comes in at like maybe no higher than $25 unless you're like this is the greatest thing ever and that's it you know I should say at the liquor store this week um what did they have they had maker's mark and that was like $23.99 too same as wild turkey 101 I still went with wild turkey I really like this <laughs> mm. okay what were we doing on this podcast were we we j- is this the whiskey podcast? I don't remember. I don't know. Oh, wait. There's something in front of me I have to read. Let's try that. <clears throat> An hour outside of Twilight Crossing, Margot was feeling calm again. Benbo was taking them east towards Darkford once again, and the road was seeing little traffic. She worried they might be pursued, but there was no sign of anyone tracking them yet. Where are we going? Margot finally asked Leonid. 
Henry squeezed closer and leaned in, and Margot could tell he had been waiting for her to finally speak up. Leonid seemed ready, too. Clapping his hands, he explained, We are headed to the Badlands, and we've been given some clues. Okay, go, Margot said, because she loves that band, almost instantly taken with this revelation. Last night, after you had gone to bed, we did ask around a bit at the inn, Leonid continued. Apparently, your family has been mining pretty fervently at the northern edge of the Badlands, near the snowy mountains. Rumor is that they've found something. Ooh, spooky! Margot frowned. That tip didn't make any sense. Her father was amongst the missing. Why would he harm himself? Henry apparently had the Sam issue with the news, with this news. That doesn't make sense, Henry said plainly. Why would Margot's family eradicate their leader? Here's a spurious empty line for me to drink at. Mm-hmm. Yum, yum. Leonid raised a finger. Don't you think it was a bit odd that they didn't show up to arrest you until this morning? Yeah, I hadn't really thought about that. Had any of the listeners thought about that? No, and you know why? Because it's probably not that odd. (laughs) I figured word hadn't spread yet, Margot said, immediately doubting that logic, as soon as she heard herself speak. Please, you saw how those people were fawning over you, Leonid said, rolling his eyes. You weren't arrested earlier because nobody was there to demand it. I don't know, does that make sense to anyone? I feel like it doesn't. All right, well, okay. You saw her mother ordered her arrest, Henry pointed out. Sorry, I actually paused there. I should just, I shouldn't make it sound like I'm good at editing. I actually went to see if the dehumidifier was switched off. (laughs) And by doing so, I made the break in the talking just as awkward. Okay, let's see here. You said her mother ordered her arrest, Henry pointed out. Leonid smiled. Yes, she ordered it this morning when she returned to Twilight Crossing. Oh, I still don't understand this plot. She was apparently heading to Darkford before having to turn back. Does anybody remember where Darkford is? That, that's a question, not like a hypothetical. I don't. <laughs> what, mm, what mm, was Darkford... Uh, was that where Henry knocked the tree down over the fence? Or is that where Leonid was from? Uh, I don't know. Nobody knows, do they? I mean, we could go look it up. Why don't we look it up? All right, we're going to go look up where Darkford is. Here we go. So let's, we're going to go to the, we're going to hit home, right? Let's go all the way to the beginning here. And we're going to do control F. We're going to search for Darkford, huh? Um, let me see. Uh, maybe that's where the Lady Amarath was from. Let's find it again. Okay, that's what it looks like. Something's happened. Ted and all the Northern Lords have disappeared. Some sort of magic from above. Henry and I are leaving for Darkford to investigate. There you go. All right, let's keep looking. All right. Um... Chapter 12. Henry sat atop the carriage with the other two, Leonid driving and Margot between them, as they continued into the walled town of Zark- Darkford. Not Zarkford. 
<laughs> okay, so that's where the uh, the uh, Amarath lady was from, I think. Okay, that's all right. We're getting somewhere. I, I hope everybody enjoyed me looking up something about this book I wrote. Okay, why don't we go back? So she was going to where... What was that guy's name? Uh, Sir Andreth. I'm only knowing that because I'm reading it. Yeah. He was a douchebag, and uh, there was some implication that maybe he's in on it. So, uh, I mean, maybe he is. I really don't know. <laughs> but, okay, so Margot's mother was going to see him if we, I guess, I, I guess that's what's happening. And then she had to turn around to have her daughter arrested. Ooh, this plot is, I don't know, total shit. Okay, 21. Let's see here. Does anybody remember where we were? Uh, mother, Twilight, she was apparently headed for... Dar okay, Darkford, Margo asked, confused? Yes, Leonid said. From what we were told, her party turned around sometime yesterday morning. Do you remember what happened yesterday? Henry said, sure, we were able to set a trap for the Dark Alliance trackers. And that guy Margo knew. He shook his head, waiting for more. Shook, I think he nodded his head, not shook his head. I don't know. Margot, though, realized as Henry spoke what Leonid was implying. Is this loud today? I feel like it's loud at points. Sorry, guys. I'm having trouble with the microphone today because I'm a dumbass. All right. Anyway, let's, I'll just keep reading. Who gives a crap? And have a drinking break since we stopped. Oh, you know what, guys? If we had just read this chapter a little further, we would have figured out what Darkford was. Let's try this again. Um, okay. Um, Margot, though, realized as Henry spoke what Leonid was implying. Her eyes widened as she recognized the interconnected events. They were being tracked after telling Sir Andreth they were actually headed back to Grisfold, but... Instead, they had headed for the Northern Pike and, oh, no and, but instead they had headed for the Northern Pike to Twilight Crossing. A day later, they were being tracked again, and her mother, who had been heading for Darkford for some reason, immediately turned back for Twilight Crossing. Ooh, spooky. Oh no, Margot uttered. Yes, Leonid said, nodding. See, he nodded like you're supposed to. Uh, she knew we were coming because she is part of the Dark Alliance. Ooh, big reveal, I guess. Why would she be heading for Darkford, though, when her husband is missing? Henry's ass shaking his head. Margot sighed at Henry's bizarre innocence. Because she was going to see Sir Andreth. Why, though, Henry asked. Oh, my God, what a dumbass. <laughs> um... Margot just shook her head and motioned for Leonid to continue. I oh, So Henry's just dumb in this one. Okay, well, whatever. <laughs> I would guess that both are leaders of the Dark Alliance. Ooh, and possibly they have something else more intimate together. If you'll pardon my implying that, Margot. Gross! <laughs> this might be some of the first third-party implied sex in these books. <laughs> Uh, maybe not. I don't know. I think we're all thinking that, uh, Stephen and Aaron are doing it, right? Is that bad? Because she was in high school in the first book. Huh. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Let's move on. Um, 
Uh, I would guess both of them die, and possibly they have some. Okay. Margot nodded, saying, It's more of a probably than possibly. Ooh. Henry looked from her to Leonid and back several times before saying, Seriously? So we're heading for a mining site, Leonid went on. It should be another hour or so away. A miner said that work stopped there probably about three months ago. Some miners reported soldiers coming to force them out. And that's where they probably found something, Margot said like a dumbass. Some sort of ancient weapon. You know, if you guys remember, I think Glenn asked during his first appearance on this podcast if there were other magical items in the world of magic, right? Because there was that thing that they were going to put Margo in and suck the life out of her. And she had a mirror that was magical. (laughs) And um, I think I said in the other books there were. And so here's one, right? They might have found a magical weapon in the foothills of the snowy mountains, right? There's also some other artifacts and a magical copy machine. and Or maybe it was a laser printer. I don't know. (laughs) Okay. Uh, uh, and that's where they probably found something. Something's misspelled. That sucks. Mario said, some sort of ancient weapon. Exactly, Leonid said. Henry resumed looking from one to the other again. What? Margot said finally. Seriously? Henry exclaimed. That's exactly what I suggested was occurring yesterday... And we've rolled that mythology into Leonid's discovery, Margot explained. And that ends chapter 21. So what did you guys think of that chapter? I thought that was okay, right? I mean, for a chapter that takes place entirely inside a carriage, I'm going to say not awful, right? It was, I mean, it was fine. Um, I will say like... uh, What did I want to say? Oh, I did like that Henry was getting mad because this was all his idea in the first place, kind of like, yeah, I mean, that's nice that, uh, but what do I want to say? I don't know. I'm a little, uh, distracted now. Um, (laughs) it, it was fine. It was a fine chapter. Henry got pissed. See, I had thought he was being dumb, but he was actually like, seriously, I've been saying that the whole time. Yeah. So he understood, but. Well, I don't think he was saying Ma- uh, Margot's mom was sleeping around, right? What a hussy, right? Yeah, so I that's impressive, like, to have... To go through all the trouble to have, like, a secret weapon discovered and then disappear many minor heads of state just so you could uh, sleep with somebody else's husband. (laughs) I'm guessing that's not exactly what's going on in this plot. Let's hope not. I could have made it that shallow, but eh, probably not. But we did get some, like, plot stuff out of this chapter, so I guess that's good. I don't know. They had to sit and talk in the carriage. It was a little dull, no magic, just eh, the same old bullshit. It was fine. I I don't know. I'm a little negative on it for some reason right now. And I don't have a reason for that. So I do have a lot of bourbon left, though, and that's nice. Mm-hmm. Mm. Nice short chapter. That was good. So I got two discussion questions for you. One thing that struck me right off the bat, th- here's the first one, was, so they had to go to the Badlands or whatever, and they've been saying this for freaking ever. And uh, so they're going to the Badlands. 
And they said it was going to be like an hour away. So they had to like flee to get in the carriage. So did they even have any snacks? Henry didn't even get breakfast now that I think about it. So good Lord, I hope they have snacks. They probably have some like, um, what do I want to say? Something that's like, uh, like campers would carry for emergencies, like protein bars. They probably have protein bars, magical protein bars. Um, what else would they have? Do you think they'd have apples? Uh, let's say they have apples, maybe some beef jerky. That's always good in the car, don't you think? Do you think that in the world of magic, they have the technology to make combos? Oh, those are good in the car, just FYI. Creamy centers, but you don't get dirty eating them. Yeah, get some combos. They rule, yeah. My uh, my family has been texting me today about uh, like uh, eating better. Not that I eat bad or anything. I mean, I do, but... You know, no worse than Americans. I mean, <laughs> what do you want? But anyway, uh, they were talking about some some book like Forks Over Knives. Might be a movie too. Whatever. And no, it's supposed to, you're supposed to eat freaking you know avoid refined sugars and red meats and meats. I think and just eat a lot of fruits and vegetables. Seems kind of like a duh. Like, does everybody not know that? Duh. <laughs> but the only problem is some of that stuff is delicious. But I should say the uh, lovely Laura and I have been eating a lot more vegetarian. I think this week we are cutting back to only having meat one night this week um, for dinner. We're having hamburgers uh, and Monday, Tuesday, I don't know, something like that. But that's it. We're not um, like tonight we're having brown rice and lentils. Comes out pretty good, honestly, but I get it if you think it sounds gross. It's pretty tasty, though. Um, What else are we having that's good I don't know. We're not going vegan because uh, I basically live for milk. So <laughs> it's the greatest beverage ever. You know, I mean, bourbon's pretty good, but milk's pretty awesome. I love it. So, yeah. And you got to get a little fat in there, a little 1%. Oh, yes, yes. Before uh, quarantining and all that bullshit, I was probably doing two gallons a week on my own, you know. But uh, this quarantine makes me not want to leave the house, so I'm like down to like one glass a day, and it it's basically the highlight of my day when I pour that down my throat. Oh, it's so good. I might have to do that right after this. Oh, so freaking tasty. Wow. What the hell? Okay, so did they have snacks in the carriage? That's my question. And as a part two, tell me what snacks they would have. Uh, they could have, and we've discussed this before, potato chips, right? We think potato chips must exist in the world of magic because it's just deep fried potatoes. It's no big deal. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what else they could have. Um, what do you guys eat in your cars? I mean, uh, snacks for me, I just love salty things. So, I mean, I don't usually care about getting my car dirty, so I've mentioned that I've eaten like a whole bag of donuts driving to Columbus, which is two hours away. Yep, that's always good. Or uh, Doritos in the car rule, like get a big family-sized Doritos bag and just go to town. If I buy like Triscuits at the store, greatest cracker of all time, don't want to exaggerate, just telling the truth, um, I'll eat those in the car. If I buy them at the store, I'll eat them while I'm driving around, like to get home, yeah. Oh, Triscuits rule. You guys got to get Triscuits. You dip them in like milk or, or follow me here, Coca-Cola. Yeah, dip them in Coca-Cola. Phenomenal. It's great. All right. All right. So yeah, speaking of eating healthy, Coca-Cola and Triscuits. Yay. All right. Question two. Uh, 
is anybody keeping these place names straight? That is my discussion question, because fucking A, we, we spent a few minutes there trying to look up what the hell Darkford was, and it occurred to me that I have no idea where Leonid's from. Does anybody know what that town was called? Hmm, you better call in right now, because I'm going to look it up. Uh, let's see here. Let me see. Zinth. Uh, I gotta look again. This is taking forever, huh? You guys are enjoying... Grizzfold. Okay. All right. That's a pretty weird name. It makes me think of the Griswolds, right? From uh, National Lampoons. Oh, yeah. So we only have in this book so far Eliath, right? That's where the Stephen lives. And Grizzfold. And then they went to Darkford. Then they stopped at some nameless town. And then they went to Twilight Crossing. And now we're on our way to the Badlands, near the Snowy Mountains. That's a lot of place names. Okay. So you don't have to write in with the place names we've used so far. But is anybody keeping them straight? This is so hard. I bet, like, uh, I don't know if you people think when I wrote this, like, I wrote down where everybody's from. Because I didn't. I actually have to go look if I'm like, ah, where were they when they did this? I have no idea. This is, these books are not planned. They're just written. Oh, and you can tell because they're so bad. All right. Mm. A little more bourbon. And let's just get ready for the outro here, right? So... Uh, if you want to get in contact with me, head over to jeffreadsbook.com and right there, uh, there's a couple links. You can get me by email or on Mastodon. I mean, that one's not going to change. That's it. None of these are going to change, right? So it's jeff at rainbow-100.com or at jeff at rainbow-100.com on Mastodon. Or if you're on Twitter, Fortran Jeff. I love hearing from you people, but I haven't got a tweet in a long time. And that's probably because nobody listens to this podcast. Because <laughs> it's really bad. And it is. It's really bad. Yeah. So, yeah. I, You know, I feel a little bad. I didn't mean to, like, shame Margot's mother for sleeping with somebody. Which we can assume she was. I mean, even Margot said she probably was. Ugh. Ugh. Which means she knows stuff about her mom. Gross. Ugh. <laughs> but uh, I didn't mean to, like, shame her for that. I mean, you know, she was probably trapped in a bad marriage. I think it's, what, uh, canon that Margot's dad's a piece of shit, too. So, but they're both supposed to be pieces of shit. So, I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Anyway, I, I guess that wraps up our podcast for this week. Another short one, right? Let's see if next week... Let's go see how long Chapter 22 is going to be, huh? Let's go take a peek. All right, we got uh, 3051. Um, ooh. Yeah, next week, we got, we got a good one. Got a nice long one. We're going to read through this. I'm trying to, you know... Uh, intonate is that what it is to make you know i want to make my voice sound a little better so i've been trying to read with a little more emotion i feel like a basically the whole first 12 15 chapters of this book i was just like speeding through it reading like a dumbass just sounded terrible but i'm trying to you know step up my game guys so i guess uh, that wraps it up so uh i hope you guys tune in next week for a nice long episode and until next time keep on reading mm-hmm.